Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, Task Force UAP. That's correct, Task Force UAP. This is a shadowy group that's uh, run by the Defense Department that's been supposedly put there to investigate the UFO phenomena, or as they like to call it, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAPs. Now, this article comes to us from uh, theblackball.com, and it ties in with what we were talking about yesterday. We went through a little bit about what happened with uh, the briefing that was given to some U.S. Senators, um, as particularly Marco Rubio, where the senators actually seemed quite shaken by what they'd learned from the Navy and what the Navy was revealing to them about the UFO phenomenon and how real it is and what kind of a threat it poses to the to the U.S. At least that's what they're claiming now. Now this article is titled, DOD Officially Acknowledges Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, Task Force UAP, by John Greenwald Jr., The Black Vault, published May 19, 2020. Now, if you know anything about theblackvault.com, you know that they put up some uh, really credible evidence, and they do a great job of vetting it. Now, the article begins, it says, Within the walls of the Pentagon, which serves as the headquarters for the Department of Defense, DOD, there is a multi-agency task force. Now, think about that, multi-agency. That means it includes things like the Navy. Operating within the shadows, this task force does not aim to guide Americans through a pandemic. It does not investigate terrorists around the globe. This one, its aim is to research unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, and recent statements obtained by writer Roger Glassell, who contributes to the Swedish magazine UFO Actult, DOD spokesman Susan Gow. I'm not sure if it's Susan Gow or Susan Goff, but the name is spelled G-O-U-G-H. You can Google this name and you'll find out that this name comes up over and over again in relation to the UFO phenomena, especially when it involves uh, the military or the Navy. There's a lot of things that are going on here that raise a lot of questions. Let's leave it at that. I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but it's interesting that yet again her name comes up. The spokesperson, Susan Gow, stated, quote, The U.S. Navy and the Department of Defense take UAP reports very seriously and investigate each and every report. She added that documented reports of sightings by military personnel form the basis of the investigation process. The investigation of UAP sightings by the multi-agency task force is ongoing. The article continues, This multi-agency task force is a new revelation in the ever-evolving story of UAPs and the DOD. Now that's correct. Remember that for many years now, the Department of Defense, uh, all the branches of the military more or less, have been denying that they are investigating UFOs. So they've been lying to us. The article goes on and says, The Black Vault reached out to the DOD for further comment and clarification. Despite stating they would offer comments to multiple questions submitted, 
they were unable to supply any of the stated deadline and offered any by the stated deadline and offered no ETA. Well, unable or unwilling. It goes on, road to the task force. The connection between America's military and UAPs or UFOs goes back about three quarters of a century. There is a long history of erroneous statements and incorrect facts given out to the public by spokespeople in various government agencies over the decades, all while the UFO phenomena has remained unexplained. I would say unexplained and very visible. Although this may be the ultimate object for any apparent cover-up, excuse me, although this may be the ultimate objective for an apparent cover-up, the public continues to scratch their heads on what truly is going on in America's skies. And in recent years, it has reinforced that the U.S. military is scratching theirs. In October of 2017, Louis Elizondo entered the spotlight and onto the world stage as a member of the newly formed to the Academy of Stars to the to the Stars Academy of Arts and Science, Elizondo stated that he was part of an initiative with the DOD, there you go, the Department of Defense again, investigating unidentified aerospace threats. Another way of referring to the UAP issue. In December of the same year, this is back in 2010, remember, in December of the same year, the New York Times put a name to that program, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, or ATIP. The story printed by the New York Times seemingly confirmed Elizondo's claim that not only did the secret program on the fifth floor of the Pentagon's C-Ring have the ultimate goal of investigating UFOs, but, it all, but also that Elizondo, it was Elizondo himself who led it. Now think about this. This was the previous incarnation of this UAP task force, this unidentified aerial phenomena task force. Of course, this one was called ATIP, and of course, Luis Elizondo was the guy that ran it. And what does Luis Elizondo do today? Well, he works for To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science, TSAA. Do you see the revolving door going on here? Right from the deep state? Right into the History Channel. Making movies about it, man. The Black Vault reached out to Elizondo for his reaction to the DOD's recent admission. He said that he was both surprised, but also not surprised, that the DOD admitted to a UAP task force. I am surprised only because the department has a history, particularly over the last year, of providing erroneous information, some of us would call that disinformation, and details about ATIP and any follow-on efforts. Now remember how they told us that ATIP was just a temporary thing? Just around for a little while, hardly even on the budget. Why, maybe I saw Luis Elizondo walk through the hallways once or twice, but really, no big deal. But here we find out that they're still investigating UFOs. They're still very interested in UFOs over at the Department of Defense because now they have another task force. See, that's the handy thing about this. If you keep on creating temporary groups of people to investigate UFOs, 
It does a couple things for you. First off, it keeps a lot of numbers off of the budget. Secondly, it lets you run the program however you want. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Now let's continue here. In a way, he says, it was my impression that the DoD kind of backed themselves into a corner and is trying to find a way out while saving face. Elizondo went on to say that, I'm also not surprised for that same reason. I think someone realizes that is not beneficial, nor serving their interest to keep digging the hole any deeper, just like the old saying goes. So perhaps we are seeing an honest attempt to be more transparent with the American people. Let's hope this trend continues. Oh man, give me a break, Lewis. Really? Do we want the trend to continue? So we've got another task force. So if the trend continues, then what that means is they're going to accumulate some really interesting, super cool videos of UFOs. And then they can pass those UFOs, three or four sample versions, to the New York Times, perhaps. And maybe then in a year or so, we'll see them on YouTube with the watermark of some up-and-coming UFO company uh, to the Stars and Academy of whatever. And perhaps the person that will have been clandestinely given those videos will be another former state employee, deep state employee, just like Mr. Elizondo. Isn't that amazing? Mr. Elizondo was in charge of ATIP, and he just happens to be the guy that gets the three videos from the New York Times. He just happens to go to work for Tom DeLong and TSSA. He just happens to splatter their watermark all over these three government videos that came out of jet fighter cockpits. He just happens to put them on YouTube and collect all that money for a couple of years. And then the Department of Defense and this is Mrs. Gal lady come along and say, oh yeah, those are real thereby validating those videos and making them even more valuable. And even though now the original three videos have been released, still when I go on to Fox News or some other channel to watch the video, they've got the TSA watermark right on there, free advertising. Is that the kind of transparency that we're talking about, Mr. Elizondo? I certainly hope not. I certainly hope not. But I'm also fairly sure that that is exactly the routine that they're looking to continue. Now it says the history of erroneous information that Elizondo refers to is the fact that with any story involving UFOs in the U.S. government, controversy percolates at every step. Although ATIP was originally branded a UFO research program within the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence by Elizondo, the Pentagon later countered and said it was not a UFO program at all. Yet this denial of a UFO connection came just seven months after they admitted that ATIP did investigate UFOs. You see how that little scam works? It's a good cop, bad cop kind of thing in a way. The first they tell you it's true, 
then it's not true, then it is true. I mean, they're gaslighting you, man. They're just, they're just, they're just telling you full blown lies, and then they're they're treating you like you're crazy. They're treating you like you're crazy when you say, "Hey, I think you're lying to me." First, they tell you one thing, then they tell you another. They, they sow so much disinformation in with whatever disclosure they offer that it's really almost impossible to see what's going on. But on the other hand, we do know what's going on. They're sowing confusion into this field so that they can take advantage of us. And they're doing the same thing with this second iteration of some task force to, to investigate UFOs. And judging from how the senators were acting, I think they're starting to get a little bit upset because they're seeing that they're not they're not in on the loop. And maybe Mr. Mario down there in Florida realizes that there's not going to be a check in his mailbox. He's not going to get access to the videos a couple years before the public does. He's not going to be able to monetize those bad boys. He's on the outside looking in. Or maybe he's really just an honest, decent guy and he cares about America. The article continues. It says, Confused yet? You are not alone. But the confusion does not stop there. Now, five months after their denial of a UFO connection with ATIP, confusion reigns yet again. As the DOD admits that they do investigate unidentified phenomena within this UAP-focused task force, but they make no reference to the ATIP. Well, it's like the mob, man. I mean, you're in a racket. You're in a scam. I mean, I've watched The Sopranos. I mean, you know, some of the guys out, they went out, they ran a scam, they made their money. It's time to move on. You don't want to just keep running that same scam over and over again. You might get caught. These guys know that. They've got to start a new racket going here. They've got a brand new group of people to investigate UFOs. They've got a brand new uh, batch of future former deep state employees that are going to need to make money off of this stuff. The article goes on. It says, The coincidence hiding in plain sight. This multi-agency, quote-unquote, effort operates through USD, the DOD component rumored by Elizondo, but officially denied by the Pentagon as having a role in UAP research when ATIP was underway. This is a striking coincidence between the story of ATIP and now this UAP task force. Well, we know what it is. Same boss... Same boss. New boss, same as the old boss. Under the cognizance of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, USD, I, there is an internet agency team charged with gathering data and conducting investigations into range incursions, Pentagon spokesman Gal said to Glassell in an email. Well, it's always easy to communicate in an email because it's one-way directed communication and you don't have to ask you don't have to answer questions. So I'm very distrustful of people who insist on communicating via email. As the preponderance of recent reported sightings are from naval aviators, the Navy is leading much of the effort. All reports of range incursions are sent to this team for inclusion in the overall effort, thus maximizing the data available for analysis. Do you see that? The Navy's running it, baby. Now, we know that the Navy is the big dog when it comes to intelligence. So that makes sense. The Black Vault asked Elizondo about the common theme of USDI connecting the ATIP story 
and this newly revealed UAP task force. He did not directly comment on that connection, but his reaction does show that he remains optimistic. Times are changing when it comes to the UAP issue, and he still maintains a favorable view of his past employer. Well, you know what they say, blood in, blood out. And I'm imagining that that guy knows that he better not be opening his mouth up and saying too many bad things about the people that he used to work for. The quote said, quote, although I don't agree with the department's previous attempts to obfuscate the truth, I understand why they did it. Yeah, so do we. So do we. We understand that they gave public videos that belong to the public, that they had no right to give to somebody to profit off of, but they did it. We, we, we understand what happened. It's, it's a little thing called quid pro quo. Oh, we know what happened. He goes on, he says, I think more importantly than beating up DOD for past sins, we should focus on their new spirit of openness and hope that it lasts this time. DOD still needs to correct their record about a few things, but they have made great progress recently, so I remain patient and optimistic. As I said before, the truth always speaks, but sometimes she whispers, so let's keep our ears open and our minds sharp. Oh, man, that just makes me want to throw up. I'm sorry, Mr. Elizondo. They gave you those freaking videos, dude. Underhandedly, back-channeled through the New York Times. And you want to talk about transparency? Oh, my gosh. While, while TSA's raising money for uh, for a public uh, offering on the stock market? I don't know. And Roger... And Roger Stone's going to jail or prison because he forgot a couple dates. But these guys are allowed to make money off of videos that belong to the government before anybody else got a chance at them. I wonder how they would like it if NASA just took all of their stuff and gave it to some private company to monetize it for a couple of years before they released it on their public website. Does that sound like a good idea? Doesn't to me. This article just soft. I'm sorry. The article here is not quite critical enough, in my opinion. But it goes on and says he also offered some words of advice to the public as he feels many people are now taking advantage of the UAP reality being revealed. I encourage people to think rationally about this topic. Many are out there to sell their snake oil and false narratives, and as we are witnessing before our eyes, they are being exposed for the charlatans and sideshows that they are, he stated. This includes some less scrupulous who claim to be journalists, but in reality are provocateurs and different, indifferent than carnival hecklers. These people will try to implant their own narrative under the guise of journalism. Bottom line, people still need to be both cautious and optimistic. Oh, man. You, you want to know why I get so uh, excited about Tom DeLong and these guys? Well, just read this baloney Come on, man. And you compare what this guy is saying here to some of the great folks that we had investigating the UFO phenomena in the past. I mean, this is a joke. I'm sorry. I mean, what happened here was completely not a correct thing. They took government property. They gave it to the New York Times. The New York Times turned around and handed it over to a former... Defense Department head of a program, ATIP, Elizondo, he posts it with Tom DeLong and the company. They put their watermark on it. They get all the free ads in the world. 
And now, three years later, we're told, well, things probably weren't done quite right. We should forgive them for their sins. I think they're being more transparent. What it looks like to me is, is that the Department of Defense has been caught. They've been caught running the same scam again. Another secretive UFO investigative task force. And if you think for one second... Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That you are going to have access to those videos hot off the press, you're crazy. They're going to take those videos, and if they are ever released, they're going to be released through a, through probably a favorite like New York Times, The Washington Post, or somebody else. They'll wash them, just like you would launder money. They'll launder them for, for whoever. And then some former deep state employee, like Elizondo, somebody that we've never heard of who's worked for some this shadowy UAP task force, is going to come out with a new company, maybe. Or maybe he'll join uh, the TTSA boys. And then you'll see these awesome, super high-def videos of these UFOs all over the, all over the Internet. You have a little trouble watching them, though, because there'll be a giant watermark splashed right across the top corner. And they'll get millions of dollars of free advertising. That's how the system works. A revolving door. Evidence is collected. Evidence is unethically, in my opinion, given to a former deep state employee. Evidence is monetized, said former employee makes a ton of money and then we're all supposed to bow down and shine their shoes. Now, it goes on here a little bit further. I'll just kind of finish up here with this article. It says the meaning of the task force. In the end, this is one small step closer to the truth, whatever that may be. What does all this mean? That's anyone's guess. So, the Black Vault asked Elizondo that very question. Here was his closing response. I am not sure what this means. It can mean many things. Perhaps someone feels the time is right to be transparent. Perhaps the forces within the Pentagon who don't like me or what we did in ATIP no longer hold as much influence. Perhaps pressure from Congress, the media, and the public are starting to make a difference. I don't think that for the first time, I do think that for the first time, social media and related outlets such as yours, Civil Record, and Post Disclosure are having, in some cases, an even greater effect on the public than mainstream media outlets. And then he goes on and he rambles on a bit further. I don't think any of that's true. I think, just like I said, they're running another scam. And they just got caught at the beginning, but you know what? In a year or two, nobody will remember. And like I said, we'll have new videos, and we'll be like, oh, that's cool, that's where that came from. Now, I wanted to look at one other article here. I know this is going a little bit long. This is important. Now, this one here, if we can get there, came from oops, uh, came from the drive.com. One second here.
here. And the, what it was talking about was um, the recent uh, is the recent uh, hearings that we've all been talking about. And it says here, here we go, one more. Unprecedented public report on UFOs requested from Senate Intel Committee. And this is from The Drive. You can go to the um, Twitter feed, UFO Warning, and you can link right there. And briefly, what they say is, this is from The Drive, the world's own unprecedented public report on UFOs requested from Senate Intel Committee. Lawmakers want to know what data exists, how it's shared, what threats these crafts might pose, and if an adversary has new breakthrough tech. And now this story is by Joseph Trevithick, and it was published June 23, 2020. Members of the U.S. Senate have expressed concern that the U.S. military, as well as other federal government agencies, have not been giving the appropriate amount of attention to reports of encounters with unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAP, more commonly referred to as unidentified flying objects or UFOs, which may be linked to America's adversaries. They are now looking to order the Director of National Intelligence to work with other relevant agencies to produce a report detailing just what information they have on UAPs already, how that data is collected and processed, and how it is getting shared. Got that? How it is getting shared? Is it getting given? Has is it getting shared by give by being given to the New York Times, where it's passed on to a former Department of Defense employee, who then publishes it under the name of the new company that he works for, where it generates a gazillion tons of money and free advertising? Is it being quote unquote shared that way? Or is it being posted on a government website the way that NASA does, where anybody can go along and look at the video, where certain former deep state employees are not allowed to selectively monopolize and monetize said video? Is it being handled improperly or properly? Those are good questions. And do you see what they did here? They they are looking to order the Director of National Intelligence. Now this guy is close to the President. So they're taking the power out of the hands of Mrs. Gao, or Goff, or whatever her name is, and the Defense Department. And they are adding a layer of accountability to the Director of National Intelligence. Now you're starting to see why Trump looked a little smirky the other night when his son asked him about aliens. I have a feeling that they've already started to make some inroads. It goes on, it says, The call for the UAP review was included in a report accompanying a draft of the Intelligence Authorization Act for the fiscal year 2021 that Senator Marco Rubio, a Florida Republican, submitted on behalf of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence on June 17, 2020. Danny Silva of the TheSilverRecord.com was the first 
to report on the documents. The committee supports the efforts of the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. There we go. There's that task force at the Office of Naval Intelligence. Now we're being told it's at the Office of Naval Intelligence. Now, before it was an interagency kind of thing. Kind of keep it out there. Kind of is this diffuse kind of, you know, what's there somewhere. No, no, no. We've located it. We've located it. It's at the Office of Naval Intelligence to standardize collection and reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena. Got that? Standardize. A little bit of accountability. No, you can't give it to the New York Times. No, 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 no. you got to bring that back over here for us to see. No, you can't let a former head of a task force for the Department of Defense have this good stuff. You can't give it to him in the middle of the night somewhere like, a, like, like Deep Throat and Watergate. Okay? No, you cannot do that. No. Standardize. Okay? We've got to make sure that there aren't any links that have adversarial foreign governments involved. Now think about that. They gave those three cockpit videos to the New York Times. A former DOD head got them. Posted them online with the watermark from TTSA. Oh, look at this, UFOs. At any point in time, did somebody think that might have been a national security issue because those things could have belonged to the Soviet Union or Russia, China, whatever? No. They just thought about how cool it would be to post those videos and get our watermark on there. Well, I certainly wish somebody would give UFO warning a couple of videos and I could put my watermark on there and I could get a gazillion dollars in free ad revenue from it. I would probably get arrested and be sitting next to Assange somewhere in an underground prison if I tried to do that. That's what's so sketchy about this whole thing. Now the article goes on and says, However, the committee remains concerned that there is no unified comprehensive process within the federal government for collecting and analyzing intelligence on unidentified aerial phenomena, despite the potential threat. The committee understands that the relevant intelligence may be sensitive. Nevertheless, the committee finds that the information sharing and coordination across the intelligence community has been inconsistent, and this issue has lacked attention from senior leaders. Yeah, well, maybe... Maybe, or maybe those senior leaders have plans to go to work somewhere else. Ever think about that? Maybe that Defense Department revolving door doesn't just apply to Boeing and all the other defense contractors. Apparently now it applies to some really cool UFO companies. And it looks like maybe the senators are for no other reason. are a little bit upset about this. Some pretty cool, interesting stuff, but the thing that I, I'm going to finish up here, the thing that I find really interesting is that this all circles round back to the Navy. Now, I posted two more articles on there involving the Navy on the Twitter feed. I'm not going to sit here and read off of them, but they involve this. One was from gatewaypundit.com from an anonymous source. It said that they had, they had the whole Navy on lockdown for COVID. Now, that might be that might be a little bit of a broad statement, but 
it does look like a bunch of it's on lockdown. They wouldn't let the guys use the gyms. I mean, they're doing their jobs and everything. But I did say, that I guess they've got a couple uh, carriers that are still out to sea. One's been out for like 162 days, set a record or something. They're making out what a great thing it is that these guys can't see their family because they're on COVID lockdown. Some people think that what this is actually doing is putting pressure on the Navy and jeopardizing their mission, which is to defend the United States and to be able to project force. That's some scary stuff. And second thing that happened with the Navy, since we're talking about the Navy here, and this is some weird stuff, um, the captain that was fired for leaking the COVID document, supposedly, Remember Trump came out and said, well, maybe he had a bad day. Maybe we can give him his command back. And it looked like they were going to. And then the current Navy head stepped in. This is Esper's friend. Stepped in and said, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You were fired. So the, he's he's out of the picture. He's not, he's not going to be a captain anymore. So it looks like there's some stuff going on in the Navy that's quite contrary to what President Trump actually thinks is going on or wants to be going on. And then you combine that with the fact that they've been running this little kind of under-the-table UFO investigation that nobody's supposed to know about. And I think Trump knows about it now. So you can start to see this deep state fissure. I mean, it's clear. You read this article, the comments that uh, Rubio made and the other senators. They're not happy. They're not happy with how those three videos were handled. That was not how that sort of stuff is supposed to be handled. That sort of stuff is not supposed to be given to the New York Times, who turns around and gives it to a former DOD department or task force head, who turns around and makes money off of it. That's not supposed to happen that way. Oh, and then preaches to us about transparency. I'm sorry. I'm not saying they did anything illegal. I'm just saying Rubio says, hey, let's standardize this stuff. Let's put it on a website like NASA does. So we can all have a good long look at it. And by the way, while you're at it, let the U.S. Senate know the next time you see one of these things going four or 5,000 miles an hour and you have a video of it in your cockpit. Let us know about it because we're interested. We're interested in that kind of thing. We're interested in things that make our weapons seem like uh, sticks and rocks. So get with us on that, okay? And then we find out that they have to put the they have to put the Department of Intelligence guy in charge of this because they can't even find the building where the task force is located. Now that's called kind of an epic power struggle between the deep state and people who may want to be part of the deep state or maybe they're just good people that are senators. I don't know. But it's kind of fun to see the struggle taking place and happening. And in the background of that, you've got all this craziness going on with the Navy, with this captain being fired after Trump says, well, maybe it's okay. You know, you see the lockdowns going on with the COVID. You see the very, the very, uh, the very efficacy, the very strength of the Navy really being threatened by their reaction to the COVID virus right in the middle of them secretly tracking UFOs. All very interesting stuff. Until next time, this is UFO Warning Over and Out.